You are listening to Making Mama Magic with honest and authentic conversations about all things related to modern motherhood, wholehearted living, and peaceful parenting. Join me and my guests in our chats about redefining motherhood and parenting in a way that focuses on purpose, peace, and presence while pursuing dreams in life, career, and business in our unique, magical way. I am your host, Eva, and I empower moms to parent with connection and curiosity and to own their confidence in motherhood. Hi, welcome to Making Mama Magic Podcast. In today's episode, I chatted with Azalea Zumi, who is a content creator and an author. We chatted about a lot of things. In particular, we talk about our own superpowers and challenges of being a highly sensitive mother, the magic of mindfulness and how mindfulness has helped us to enjoy motherhood. And we also talk about the perfect mother myth and simple tips on feeling more fulfilled and supported as a mother. I think this chat is really full of wonderful tips and also very honest and authentic sharing about our own challenges in motherhood. And I really hope that some of the tips that we shared will be helpful for you and will be something that you will be inspired to try in your own life. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hi, welcome to Making Mama Magic, Azalia. As a start for this chat, could you share more about yourself? Sure. Okay, I'm Azalia, Azalia Suhaimi. Yeah, people call me Azalia. I'm a poet, artist, uh, content creator, and an author. Um, I guess in a nutshell, I'm a storyteller of various mediums, and I create content about motherhood and self-care. I'm a mom of two girls. So yeah, based on my experiences, I create content mainly about motherhood. And uh, I also try to raise awareness on issues relating to maternal mental health through my art and words. Because yeah, maternal mental health is a cause I am passionate about because I myself have had my fair share of maternal mental health struggles. So yeah, that's me. Okay. What inspired you to start sharing about your motherhood journey on social media like Instagram and YouTube? So, yeah, like I mentioned just now, I think it all began when I went through my own struggles of mental health, when I Mm. had my first taste of postpartum anxiety, the stay-at-home mom blues. Uh, Yeah, so I I was a really overwhelmed mom. I mean, even now, every now and then, I am still overwhelmed being a highly sensitive person. Mm-hmm. So that can be quite challenging as a parent. I've had these struggles and then I tried to find ways to solve them to be better because at the end of the day, we want to be better moms to our kids, right? Yeah. So yeah, while I was trying to solve this, like I wanted to feel better. I wanted to get out from the stay-at-home mom blues. So I started doing many things. I went to therapy. I discovered the real definition of self-care. And so yeah, I've had this all this journey. And then 
I just wanted to share this because I know a lot of mothers go through this as well. And since I love writing, I love creating art and yeah, these are things I'm passionate about. So yeah, I started expressing all these things through words and art. At the same time, doing those are like self-care activities for me because I get to mm. engage in my own interests, right? Mm. So that's one way I channel my creativity through this and I always hope that whatever I share could help make another mother feel less alone and give hope to them. And then I also have a YouTube channel where I share about self-care tips, mainly from my own experiences. So yeah, I, I do this hoping that it would benefit other moms as well. I see. As they have benefited me as well. So yeah. Yeah. It's great that you have transformed some of the struggles that you have gone through and also using your talents in writing and drawing. And I really, really love the way that you put together your content on both YouTube and also on Instagram because thank you. <laughs> it's very relatable and it's something mm-hmm. that I feel that all mothers can resonate like some moments about like late night feeding yeah. and we're dealing with tensions mm-hmm. and feeling overwhelmed with all the yeah. noises from our kids when yeah. we, we have to know how to manage all this overwhelm and everything and you and I we have something very similar which is we are mm-hmm. both highly sensitive persons Uh Um, high five high five yes (laughs) and I also have struggled so much with anxiety mostly in my first year of motherhood because loud sounds crying loud noises are my key triggers and I have also gone through low periods where I went for therapy myself as well I've gone through situations where I also were looking for solutions so also through some of the things like mindfulness that has really, really helped me in my journey so far, which also is something I'm very passionate in my own content, mm-hmm. mindfulness. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I also share with uh, the people that I coach with as well. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes when mothers are struggling, uh, content mm-hmm. like yours would mm-hmm. make them feel that they're not alone in their struggles. And yeah. hopefully through this podcast and also mm-hmm. other content, they feel that motherhood is not just a constant struggle, <laughs> like what a lot mm-hmm. of yeah. us have experienced, but really it's about mm-hmm. getting to know more about ourselves, getting to know our triggers, getting to know about what we can do to make ourselves feel better. And like mm-hmm. the thing that you share on the YouTube about mini self-care I think that's also something that is very powerful it's not like self-care is going for like a one-hour massage all the time right because Mm -hmm. let's be real as a mom even when we are like stay at home or full-time working or even part-time working we always don't have like one hour to go for like such a spa or or even going to the toilet sometimes can be even a challenge really right (laughs) yeah yeah that's the thing because some of the painful parts of my journey in you know throughout the stay-at-home mom blues I think there were some points where I felt like 
I was alone in all this because I think that like everyone is doing okay and I'm the only one struggling. But sometimes when I talk to my girlfriends who are also moms and yeah, we tell the truth about what's going on, all of us go through these struggles. There's the ups and downs. That's one of the main reasons as well I wanted to share all this relatable content because I think a lot of us may feel like we are alone because on social media, sometimes you only see the good things, right? So yeah, yeah. the pretty, pretty... <laughs> Glorified mm-hmm. part yeah. of motherhood. I think yeah. one thing you said that is very true is being authentic. It's like mm-hmm. for me, I feel a little bit guilty because before I become a mom, I don't know the struggles that my other friends who are moms go through. Like same here. I I, I, I thought that they were doing okay, but it's only when I became a mom. I realized that there were a lot of things that they were struggling, but it's only when we were authentic and we share our experience that I realized that, hey, actually, they were struggling at the point in time, but I wasn't the best yeah. friend, the, the, the so-called <laughs> the friend to be for them. And I, I feel a bit guilty as well. But of course, like, I think most of us realize <laughs> only when we become a mom, you know, in that yeah, sense. That, yeah. yeah, true. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we talk about highly sensitive person. For you, what, out of all the struggles as being a highly sensitive person, what do you think is the superpowers of being a mom that is highly sensitive? Being a highly sensitive parent is definitely really challenging. I mean, being a mom, whether you're a highly sensitive person or not, is challenging in itself, right? So, mm. and yeah, and us as HSPs, highly sensitive person, we are so alert and attuned to all those little, little things. We are so aware of the little changes, little noise. And, but yeah, parent, in parenthood, all these noises are not little. So <laughs> I have to admit, uh, when I entered parenthood, it's like a shock to the system as well. I'm like, yeah. I got really overwhelmed and then another part was when I transitioned from being a mom of one to mom of two kids so well I found that that was a really tough phase for me especially Mm. as a HSP and same like you I was and I'm still I I am always uh, overwhelmed by noise um, yeah little noise big noise all, all, all kinds of noise <laughs> and also the the sight of clutter because with kids there's uh, all, all yes. those clutter yes. yeah so basically there's a lot of stimulation going on as parents especially as a HSP so I've always felt like this is a really extra challenging for us as HSPs to be parents but over time I gradually discovered that there are also some good things about being a highly sensitive person as a parent like you said that we have our own superpowers mm-hmm. how we easily are alert over the little things I think while that can be hard as a parent that is also a strength because we can easily be more alert of whatever that's bothering our kids. Because I do notice that like whenever me and my family are in a social event, I can easily notice whenever something is bothering my child, even mm. when they don't op- openly show it. 
uh, and other adults around me may not notice it but yeah I, as HSPs we we can easily de- detect uh. something is wrong that can be really uncomfortable to us sometimes but yeah it's also a form of superpower because from there we can cater to the needs of our children because that's how I I get to be the first one to comfort my my child because I noticed first that something was wrong so yeah that's one of the superpower as a HSP Despite all the challenges, mostly it's how attuned we are to, to the yeah. needs of our yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree with you in terms of the attunement, especially during mm-hmm. the toddler years where mm-hmm. they can't speak what they want yeah. <laughs> very clearly mm-hmm. and you know, they're having a meltdown. And for us as HSP to really be able to notice the shift and notice mm-hmm. the change in their behaviours and mood Yep. I think that is one of the key strengths as a highly sensitive person, as a mother as well. And sometimes as a baby as well, like there are changes and there are shifts in terms of little, little things. We are able to notice mm-hmm. what has changed and in terms of supporting our children in what they need. And I think that's something that may not be as uh, easy as some Parents, I mean, I, I know that my husband, sometimes they, he cannot sense this kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. I do notice like, uh, so. husband or grandparents, they, oh, yes. yeah, they, yeah. they don't easily notice when, when they are not HSPs, right? So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think supporting our children emotionally, whether is it in their baby, toddler, and even beyond when they're older, we will be able to be comfortable with that conversation about different emotions because we feel very deeply as a person, right? Yeah. We, we feel pain when people feel pain, yeah. literally sometimes. And yes. I think that's a conversation that is very easy for us and is very important mm-hmm. for children to yeah. learn because you know, life is not just about all the happy moments, right? It's also about True. moments where they struggle and moments where they feel very down. And for us, being able to have the conversation with them and being very comfortable with having a conversation with them and supporting where they need us to be, um, I think that's, that's something that is very easy for us. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Throughout your experience, what makes motherhood and parenting beautiful to you you know to be honest when I first entered motherhood mm. I felt like everyone all this while have been lying to me oh. <laughs> because you know we always see like on social media the caption mm. is always like oh motherhood is so beautiful mm. this is the most beautiful thing for me and mm. yeah, usually people just keep it at there and they don't put it in further details. Yeah. So before motherhood, yeah. those are the things that I always read and somehow I equate that to being like a really heavenly thing, like all rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> so maybe yeah. I maybe because I'm a HSP, I tend to romanticize things yes. as well. So yes. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we are always seeing things how people express motherhood as something beautiful. But after being a mom, I had a different perception of beauty so Mm. so yeah so motherhood is parenting is challenging 
So there are a lot of painful moments. There are a lot of new things that we discover about ourselves, new things we learn about ourselves, all the struggles, those sleepless nights. So a lot of painful moments and... I think it is through this, all these moments or, or the difficulties and how we get back up from them. You know, you know how after a really tiring, sleepless night, mm. uh, we didn't get enough sleep with our baby and so forth. But the next day, like right after seeing a little smile from our baby or, uh, yes. or, or, get, yeah, or getting a, a little peck on our, on our cheeks from our toddler and then we feel like, yeah, there's that magical moment. I think all mothers will, will know that. Yeah, those are the things that I feel magical and the beauty of motherhood, like how we discover about our strength, how after a night of not enough rest, but the next day our heart is still so full of love. So yeah, learning all these things, having new perceptions, learning new things about ourselves, learning this about our strength that we never knew we had. The journey is still filled with all those challenges but there is beauty in between all of that when we rise up from there and when we get together as a family when we support each other with our partners and then we also learn more things about our partners as well they learn mm. more things about us after becoming parents so I don't think my husband has seen me uh, like being really angry <laughs> while we were dating <laughs> so it was <laughs> After motherhood, he saw me like, I can really yell. <laughs> but, but we're still there for each other. We help each other. So I think those are the really beautiful and magical things about parenthood. Yeah. Mm. What is one thing that you have learned throughout your motherhood that surprised yourself? I'm surprised by how amplified all these emotions can be <laughs> because I mean we are already HSP for one so we feel things deeply but yeah after being a mom I realized that we we have a lot of spaces in our hearts to love also I, I am surprised by how intense my emotions can be because I think it was after I had postpartum anxiety or mm. depression I, I think I had both at the same time I also developed rage I was surprised by how intense my anger could be how I could get angry towards someone I really love I also realized that other feelings also are now more intense as a mom. So yeah, I love more. I get sad over the little things. Sometimes in one day, I can experience all sorts of emotions. Like when we wake up, we can be happy. And then within a few minutes, suddenly we're like so mad. And after that, we're okay again. I think within one day, there's like a roller coaster of really intense emotions. So yeah, those are the things I'm really surprised. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I first heard my baby cry really loudly into my ear, I was really shocked. Like, there's like a shock in my system that I, I really wanted to shout at him. And mm-hmm. honestly, I did a few times. But then mm-hmm. it, it takes a little bit practice to have that pause in my system. Just try to not respond in that moment mm. and it takes a lot of practice for me as practice. well and and mm. I think that's one of the things that mindfulness has really helped me to notice and not react to the situation. Mm-hmm. For you, what has helped in terms of managing the anxiety and the rage so far? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned mindfulness and yeah, same here. Mindfulness is something I discovered and started to learn after going to therapy. Yeah, it, it's difficult. It's quite a practice trying to not react at the moment because I have always been a reactive person. Apart from that, I also try to fill up my cup lah with mainly self-care in terms of just the little things like every day I ensure that I have at least a dosage of doing something that fills up my cup, something that makes me happy. I need to make sure that it's consistent. So that's why I had that video in YouTube on five minutes of self-care because at even five minutes per day, five minutes at a moment at a time is good enough instead of totally neglecting ourselves and our interests, for example. So yeah. because... Because I remember when I had only one child, I was a first-time mom. I was excited, overwhelmed, and I gradually forgot my own interest during that time. Because, because yeah, I was so busy trying to learn about all these things about motherhood. I was so excited. And it was all about my child. I guess I had forgotten about myself and my needs. I started despising Being a mom, that was something that shocked me as well that I could get to that point. So it was after that that I began my journey of self-care when I started being more consistent of including at least a few minutes of self-care activities for myself, a few minutes of doing something for me. Yeah, because consistency is more important than perfection, right? So that definitely helps because that's filling up our cup. So that helps to reduce the the urge to to you know to want to get easily angry or anxious over the little things so yeah yeah self care <laughs> yeah i think because a lot of moms when they are new moms they are very anxious about being a good mom being the perfect yeah. mom <laughs> mm-hmm. and and we we have that perception that as long as we get the baby fed slept <laughs> And you know yeah. the basic needs mm-hmm. met, she'll be okay. But of course, yeah. babies are unique beings, and mm-hmm. sometimes we forgot our sense of identity and we forget yes. our needs as well. So I think it's important for mothers to feel fulfilled and feel that they yeah. are still a person with yes. our own interests and needs, and 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 it's not selfish to pursue our own. Passions and interests, it, like what you say, it fills our cup. It makes us be a better person and be a better mm-hmm. mother, be a better wife, be a better partner. Because yeah. we are fulfilled, we feel that we can be more patient, we can be more loving. So, so I love it that you put it in a way that self care can be as short as five minutes, and I think it also depends on our own interests, right? Like for you. Yeah. Your Instagram and your content that you share about writing and drawing. You are supporting moms, but it's also your form of self care. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. yeah. Like like for other moms, it could be you know even though the kids are around, they can do a quick YouTube session of exercise yes. or yoga. All these are very quick things, or even as things like putting a very nice hand cream or like with sand oh. and you know just all these mm-hmm. things yep. are just like very comfortable and very satisfying mm-hmm. to us and. In the midst of being busy and everything, it's important to remind ourselves that we can pamper ourselves in our own ways that we love. Yeah, I think it's so important to to be kind to ourselves mm. yeah, because because I think when I notice that 
I wasn't being kind to myself. I mean, not just in the sense that I didn't do those activities of self-care, but also whenever there was any bad mummy moment, like uh, after a moment of yelling to my child, mm. I tend to think the worst. I would think that I'm a bad mom. I have failed. I can't do this. So I wasn't being kind to myself. So I guess another form of self-care or self-love is being kind to ourselves and I think that is so important as a mother yeah yeah I think like sometimes we tend to feel like once we do a mistake or we feel like we are not meeting the standard as a mother we feel like we fail ourselves and we fail mm-hmm. our children but I yeah. think I think the great thing about children is they don't hold grudges also sometimes yeah mm-hmm. as that's just why they really love us a lot and number mm-hmm. two, there's there's no one solo incident that's really like yeah. break the relationship, break the bond. Um, in the program that I attended and also I'm a certified trainer, which is Circle mm-hmm. of Security, oh. there's this oh, term wow. called rupture and repair. So basically it's like if you rupture a situation, it's important to know what, what are the things to repair back the relationship, like, you know. Mm-hmm. saying sorry to the child if let's say that things have happened but you couldn't manage the situation and also being authentic to the child that mm-hmm. you know mama had a bad day and yeah. you know we talk about feelings unfortunately I wasn't able to manage my emotions I was feeling very angry but mama I still love you you know that kind of thing so mm-hmm. it's about these little actions to let them know that the relationship is still there. It's not the end. <laughs> so really yes. showing our kindness to ourselves that, mm-hmm. okay, it's not like the end of the world. That self-love is very important to remind ourselves that, okay, I, I'm not perfect, right? I, I'm not yeah. perfect human, I'm not perfect mother, but I can be authentic to my own child. And, and yeah, just really being just not so harsh on yourself <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So how do you think mothers in this modern age can enjoy motherhood better? Mm-hmm. I think like we mentioned earlier on being mm. kind to ourselves. Yeah. And I guess we need to also change this mindset to equate motherhood as someone who sacrifices everything just ah, to, yes. you know, just to give her best for her children, like. Yeah, I mean, yes, we are constantly trying to be better and wanting to give the best for our children, but it doesn't mean that we are sacrificing everything. And because I think we have this perception that sacrifice means put everyone else first before ourselves. And that's why I guess some of us may feel guilty when it comes to self-care. And some of us are afraid to ask for help. Yes, mothers are amazing, but we are also human. We need breaks. We have our ups and downs. And so we need to have that shift in mindset and and remember that it's okay to have all these ups and downs. And yeah, that we are also human. We, there's nothing wrong with taking a break. Even I myself at the beginning, I felt shy to ask for help because I think that I'm a mom, I'm supposed to be able to do this, right? I guess that's the thing we have been fed with the media we grew up with. We always see all these images of strong, compassionate mothers. Like, yeah, she's able to do it all. She's really patient. And seeing all that, whenever I feel like I'm breaking down or I can't do it, or whenever I am slowly losing patience, I immediately feel like uh, I'm a bad mom. But 
as a matter of fact, all of us, we are humans and we have these moments. So it doesn't make us a bad mom. So, so yeah, having this change in perception would help us be more accepting of all this and know that it's okay and would and that would gradually help us enjoy motherhood better because because otherwise if we keep on thinking we're not doing the right thing I guess that's how we you know we're being harsh to ourselves so we don't enjoy motherhood because we keep on judging ourselves so so yeah that's one thing self-kindness changing that mindset Set. And then definitely do not be afraid to ask for help. So the thing that is so, so important to enjoy parenting, help in, in any form. So some of us may be lucky we have extended family nearby. So that's that form of help. But I guess help in any other way. Don't be afraid to call a babysitter or to call a friend to cry it out, to get support. It's also important to normalize that we have all these moments where we are not okay and we can get back up with each other's support. Like I mentioned earlier, self-care, that definitely has uh, helped me enjoy motherhood better. And also, like you mentioned, mindfulness. And yeah, mindfulness is uh, definitely like a game changer for me as well. After discovering about mindfulness, I had that shift in perception in how I go about my day-to-day as a work-at-home mom or stay-at-home mom because otherwise I used to feel like it's another boring day with the same things do the same chores and when we are with our kids all day playing it can get boring I mean we would feel guilty saying it but yeah doing the same thing every day it can get boring yeah mindfulness like you know, being present looking at things with a new set of eyes and looking at things from the perspective of a child when we are more present with our children we truly listen to our children's conversations in how they look at things and that helps a lot I started doing that and that has helped me enjoy my supposedly day-to-day the boring mundane routines a bit better so I started viewing things differently and yeah giving ourselves the permission to let go this need of wanting to be perfect, want to keep the house clean, want to complete this, want to finish up the laundry, want to give our kids a healthy meals, but we can't do it all. We are human. <laughs> so yeah, we need to give ourselves the permission to be human. So letting go is also something that has freed me, has made me feel so much better and in going through the day-to-day as a mom. So yeah. Yeah, a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> I love that you mentioned about letting go because that was something I struggled as well. Because, yeah. like, like as mom, I feel that I need to make sure the house is clean, laundry is folded, and everything. And it's hard to be always constantly clean, right? Because I mean, now I have one. I'm pregnant with number two, but I can imagine oh. with number two coming, it's, it's gonna be harder for me. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's yeah. about recognizing um that we are not not superwoman, right? So it's really about yeah. knowing what's important to us. And I think like what you say, being present and being with our children. And I love that you mentioned about seeing in our child's perspective in terms of yeah. it's just so amazing, right? It's like I feel that sometimes seeing my um child playing and being immersed in his play and looking at how he creates stories from all these play based on what he thinks and based on what he observes about other people. It's, it's just amazing to know how he sees things. And mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, it's a way to also uh, approach curiosity about 
how he relates to other people and things around him. And I think that's also a, a point where we get to know about our child as well, like what's inside yeah. in his or her little brain as well. Mm-hmm. These are the moments that I feel is also um, beautiful, but it's only when we pause and notice. Yeah. I think moments like this that makes it really uh, fun <laughs> and enjoyable yeah. as a mm-hmm. mother. Yeah. Yeah, and I think what helps me in getting there is uh, letting go. <laughs> because mm. otherwise, when I'm so tied up about wanting to do this, do that, you know, fold laundry and whatnot, I wouldn't be present. So yeah, in those moments, I would usually be, there, there are a million things on my mind, so I would be so distant. And yeah, I wouldn't notice all these little things, the, the magic behind our children's curiosity. So once we let go, yeah, there's, there's that sense there's this like freedom and mm. it's a nice feeling <laughs> yeah yeah and even if sometimes we may not be able to fully let go like what you say there are other ways that we can ask for help and support like yeah mm-hmm. you know if there's a babysitter like what you say or like outsourcing cleaning <laughs> you know these are the mm-hmm. things that that's possible and if it's available then that's something that mothers can reach out for for me I think the support system that I really valued in the early days of motherhood and even until now because I'm, I'm still in touch with some of that is like having a group of mums around the same oh, really? due date <laughs> you know we have the, all the oh, chat group and everything nice. like in, in the first few months of motherhood uh, that was really helpful and uh, I came in contact with some of them still like mm-hmm. before COVID we go out for play dates and uh, more often oh. but now we keep contact through WhatsApp or, or Instagram sometimes. And because we have gone through that journey, I think it really helps to kind of understand and, and we feel that connection and it's around the same age, our kids. So it's really helpful to chat about some of the struggles we have and some of the things we want to get some thoughts or inputs. Like for example, like potty training <laughs> all these things right so it's like mm-hmm. it's useful to exchange tips and it, it helps us to feel that we are not alone in the struggles as well yeah so if people are interested to connect with you and get to mm-hmm. know your works and everything how do they get to connect with you okay so i am most active on instagram as we mentioned just now so i am uh, azalia at azalia suhaimi on instagram so i've got all my words and art about motherhood there and then from my instagram there's a link on my bio that leads to everywhere i'm on the internet <laughs> also i have a book Mama Don't Forget. That book is a collection of short poetic reminders. Very bite-sized because I know we moms are already busy and we don't always get to read for hours. It's a really simple book with uh, short poetic reminders to remind ourselves to be kind to ourselves, to remind ourselves that we are doing a great job as moms. I am also currently working on another book. So I will update about this uh, usually on social media, so mm-hmm. on Instagram. And then I have a Facebook page. Facebook page is Azale Suhaimi Poet and Storyteller. And then, so yeah, and I've also got a mailing list. So mailing list is where I share the, the, the people who, who are subscribed to my mailing list would be the first ones to find out if I have new templates or, or wallpapers with my art. I'm, I'm hoping to 
come up with more prints and calendars that would be nice for moms to have in their room as reminders. Okay, so I'll include all of these links in the show notes for the podcast. So um, people who are listening could connect with you and get to know more of the exciting news that's upcoming. Mm-hmm. And what's the new book about? Is there a, like a sneak peek that you can share with us? <laughs> really interested to know what it is. Okay. Because the earlier, the first book, Mama Don't Forget, was more of a collection of short poetic reminders, right? But the new one would have more illustration and there'll be some mm. essays and stories about really raw and relatable moments of motherhood and some longer poems as well. So it'll be a mix and match of various mediums because, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I like to create art in all forms. So this one will have a more variety and more colours. So And, and it will be thicker. <laughs> <laughs> okay so, stay tuned <laughs> yeah exciting for you so looking forward to the announcement of the release of the book mm-hmm. and yeah thank you so much for being on here Azalia and uh, thank you for having me yeah you're welcome and I'll speak with you again yep so that was my chair Azalia I'm so excited for her on her upcoming book and I think that book will be very useful for mom to remind themselves that they are not super mothers and being perfect is really just a myth. And we are all striving to be better mothers, better person. Her books and her wonderful drawings on her Instagram, it's such an inspiration. So please do check it out on the show notes links that I have included in this episode. If you're interested to know more about circle security and also the concept of rupture repair, hop over to the link where you will get the chance to know when I'll be starting the workshops on circle security and rupture repair sometime this year. If you'd like to further the conversation with me, do connect with me at Instagram at the curious mama. Or subscribe to my newsletter where I will share a bit more about resources relating to this topic as well. And if you'd like to show your love for this podcast, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. This will really mean a lot to me. Till then, take care. And remember that you are enough and keep on making magic in your unique way. Bye.